Good morning, friends and family. Thank you for joining me. If you're new to my channel, this is City Changers Illinois. My name is Gail Manizak. Today, I'm going to be speaking out of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, speaking about helping or help for the poor people. And in the Bible here, it says at Jerusalem. So today, you know what, my Christian friends, let me tell you about the believers. This is what Paul said in the churches in Macedonia. God has been very kind to them and they've had bad troubles and they, they continue to be very happy though. And as a result, they gave a lot of money to other people. They themselves are very poor, but they still helped other people a lot. And let me tell you this. They gave as much money as they were able to give. Then they gave even more than that. Amen. They gave it because they wanted to. Does it not? Let me just throw this in there. Does it not feel good to give? Yes, it does. God is a very giving God, and He wants us to be very giving children. He wants us to be the ones who are the, that help the poor. Verse 4, Paul goes on to say they wanted the chance to help God's people. They would, that, would, that is what would make them feel happy inside. That is what would give them joy. So they ask many times to uh, Paul and his group there if they could help them to do this. And they did more than we had ever hoped for, Paul said. First, they gave themselves to the Lord. Amen. Then they also gave themselves to us. Speaking of of Paul and his group there, they did that because God wanted them to. The same reason we do things ourselves is that God wants us to. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. And as you're seeking God daily... And uh, prayerfully, God is ordering your steps. So he's putting it in your heart and mind and soul and everything about you to, to go in this direction or that direction or do this or do that. And that is so amazing that we can trust him to lead us and guide us. And not only that, but to even go before us. Then in verse uh, 6, Paul goes on to say, Because of that, we asked Titus to continue to help you. He's the person who helped you to start giving money. So he will help you to finish this good work. Amen. You have so much of everything. You, You trust God very well. You speak well. You know everything. You want to do many things. You have us even... You love us even more than we love you, Paul says. So also, do the best that you can as you give money to help others. Amen. And we should remember that to always do the best that we can to give money or food or whatever it is, clothing, maybe to others that have needs to help others. So Paul says, I'm not telling you that you must do this. I've told you how much other believers want to give their money in that way. I want you, I want to see if you really love other people who need your help. So you know that our Lord Jesus Christ is very kind. 
And he, Paul says, and he was rich, but he made himself poor to help you. So then because he became poor, you could become rich. And then in verse 10, it goes on, Paul goes on to say, this is what I think you should do. Last year, you were the first people to give money. You really wanted to do that in your heart. So the best thing for you is to finish what you started to do. So he goes on to encourage them. Now finish the work. When you started, you wanted very much to do it. Now you should want just as much to not just do it, but to finish the job. You should give what you are able to give. If you really want to give, if you really in your heart want to give, give, then God will accept your gift. God does not want you to give more than you're able to give. He will be happy what you can give. And Paul says, my purpose is not to bring trouble to you. You should not have pain while others, other people have plenty. Instead, both you and they should have enough. So he says, at this time, you yourselves have plenty. So you're able to give to those people who don't, do not have enough. Now, we need to look at that ourselves. If we have plenty, then we need to give to those that don't have enough. One day things might change, Paul said. They may have plenty and you may not have enough. Then then they can give you some money to help you. And in that way, you know what? You'll all live, or excuse me, you'll all have enough when you need it. It says this in the Bible. The person who picked up a lot did not have too much. And the person who picked up a small amount also had enough. Amen. So Paul is now in chapter uh, 16 sending Titus to Corinth. And Titus, he says, Titus wants to help you just as much as we do. We thank God that he has made Titus ready to do that. He was very joyful when we asked him to come to you. And he himself already wanted to help you. So he really decided to visit you. For himself. Paul goes on to say, we're sending another man with Titus. He is also a believer. And the Christians in all the other churches praise this man. They say that he works hard to tell people the good news about Christ. These Christians in the other churches have also chosen this man to travel with us. So they want him to help us when we take this gift. And our work, our work will show that the Lord is great. It will show that the Lord is great. It will also show that we are ready to help. Amen. Of course, we always give honor and glory to God. Paul says in verse 20, we want to be very careful about this large gift of money. And that's why other the other believer will come with us. So we don't want anyone to say that we have done something wrong. Amen. That's many times how we work in our churches. I was a secretary in a church at one time, and you always had to have two people count the offerings, two people uh, even sign that they counted the offerings. So 
to protect one another, to protect your, um, just to protect yourself. That and and to also not only that, but to make sure there are no mistakes. Then in verse twenty-one, Paul says, "Our purpose is to do only, only what is right." We want the Lord to see that, and people must see it as well. So he says, we are also going to send another believer along with the other men. And this man has always shown us that we can trust him. So they picked a trustworthy man to do this job. He has, uh, Paul says, he has wanted to help in many different ways. Now that he is very sure about you, he wants to help even more. So as for Titus himself, I'm going to close here. As for Titus himself, he works along with me. Speaking, Paul speaking, he works along with Paul to help the church there. So the other believers are coming on behalf of the church that sent them. They want to show that Christ is great. So show these men that you love them. Then all then all the churches will be sure about you. They will know that we're that we are right to be proud of you. Amen. And that's that's so true in every single church. You know, we have to have people that are worthy. We have to have people that are trustworthy. And those that that we're sending to do a job will do the job and do it without Uh, you know, in truth, without any deception. We need to honor God in everything everything we say, do, and in every way we act. We are, um, we are showing the world Christ. We are, what's that saying? Sometimes we are the only Bible someone may read. We want them to read. What do we want them to read? We want them to read the truth. So we must be living in the truth. And if if we're the only one that, you know, the the only Bible that some people will read, you would not want to be doing things that did not exalt the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, but live in excellence. And for some reason, I feel like saying this today, so I'm going to say it, say it, um, it, it was a, a message that my husband gave to uh, one of the young gals that comes here for prayer. And uh, he was encouraging her, and it was actually through his devotion he had read that morning about living in the moment and not looking too far ahead. And actually, this is not on my subject here, so possibly this is coming to my mind for someone that is listening. But I just want to tell you and explain to you, stay in the moment. Stay, don't look too far ahead. Definitely don't look back. Because those things which are behind you are gone. As, you, as you've repented of your sins and you've stayed in right standing with God, there is nothing behind you. Amen. So stay in the moment because uh, the, the reason being, if you look too far out, in the future, even no matter whether things are going wrong in your life or you're in trials or whatever, or if everything is peaceable, still don't look too far into the future, especially I would say when you're going through trials, because 
that is where anxiety comes in and fear and dread depression discouragement everything ungodly the enemy has a place to work there in the unknown amen because you're thinking ahead god already knows what lies ahead of us and we can put our trust in him but stay in the moment because if you look too far ahead you could fall into that trap of the uh, of the unknown area where the enemy works and fall into discouragement depression uh anxiety whatever So I'm going to close here and just say God bless you each and everyone. Have a totally amazing day in Jesus.